five, four, three, two, one. Hi. I wanted to see what you would do in the situation. I thought of this last night because it's always like the pew, 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 for me. And then I'm like, but what if I didn't? What if I was nice and quiet? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Imagine if we started like that. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to. No, let, let me. Call and podcast, let me do a, taking you behind the stories. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to no. I don't know what that is. What is that? Is that the tech? That's the you have TikTok to do your text NPR speech. voice. You have to find. You have to find <clears throat> the resonance. Find, find, find the resonance. Find the resonance. It's find behind the, the nose in the mask. I am allergic but to your consonants clipped. I'm allergic to this entire country. Um, I've got. I've had a reprieve this year because of the horrible weather. So it didn't start in March like it usually does. But um, yeah, it's early. We're recording early, and at this time of year, when I when I wake up, I uh, my face doesn't work. So <laughs> this is this is what we're dealing with. I've taken my hay I fever medicine. I would say this is early for us to record. I would say this is our average time of recording. No, we usually we're early in the day. We're not early for us. I mean, last week. Yes, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, no, I guess what I what I mean is um, just that I I, th- I think I probably don't sound great. And when I was trying to find a resonant point in my voice, uh, I could you feel can't. I could feel not... that my voice was all up in my sinuses, <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't emanating from anywhere else. <laughs> anyway, anyway, how are Whereas you? Saying? Mine are clear and resonant. Oh yes, always like a cavern or a cave. <laughs> <laughs> Season three, episode twenty-five. Worst, worst case, case scenario. scenario. What's <clears throat> your worst case scenario? Oh boy, uh, <laughs> is case scenario a a drag name? It should be. It should be. <laughs> um. Oh, on the subject of drag names, so I I am watching uh Drag Race Down Under, but I am behind. I've only seen three episodes. But um, I haven't seen any of it. Of course you haven't because you don't have a TV But I am listening to drag her religiously every week. So (laughs) great. Um, Well, then you know that there is a drag queen called Ketamine. Ketamine. Yes. Uh, I was hanging up laundry on the line yesterday. Like the bucolic. Uh And uh, you finally. And I finally got it. I finally figured it out. This is a Cheryl hole all over again. It is a Cheryl hole all over again. I, maybe I don't, maybe I don't understand puns. Maybe I don't understand puns. Anyway. um, I mean, to be fair, you have to say it in the accent. Well, that's, Otherwise it's like, kitty me. That's the problem that I was having. I was, I I actually, I was like, is that like, treat them mean, keep them keen? Like, is that, is that what they're doing? Like, key to mean, like, keep them mean? And then I never continued thinking about that. It's very much a Cheryl Hole situation, because with that, I was just like, sharing hole. Yeah, sure. (laughs) It's like, nope, (laughs) no, wrong, wrong direction. (laughs) Anyway, it's already so hot in this room. (laughs) And I just, I just want to let everyone know, it's very hot where I am, and I'm very congested. So, I'm gonna do my best. Anyway, living that SoCal life. Oh God, yeah, no, no. Just let, let me just be very clear that I have not traveled to Southern California. Oh, but I do have an iced coffee in a glass. Oh, bitch, guess what? <gasps> so do oh, I. But you're so happy. Pride, everyone. Yeah. Should we should we tinkle our ice? Oh, is this ASMR? 
Yeah, I also have a metal straw, so I'm... I don't have a metal straw. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if this is... And that's Pride. And that's the kink that we bring to Pride. (laughs) Oh yeah, happy Pride, everyone. When is this episode coming out? Mid-June is when this episode is coming out. Ask our special celebrity guest, Joel Kim Booster. (laughs) Joel, when does this episode come out? Um... Okay, Chakotay walks with Balana and they they talk about Tuvok and it's suspicious. And then Chakotay is like, so you want to mutiny? And Balana's <laughs> like, what? Um, and then Chakotay is like, mutiny? Like, yeah. mutiny? And I'm truly like, what is I happening? Know, right? um, uh, um, I have two of these, but one of them is just a note from my phone. Um You've just threatened the wrong woman, Sam Hickman. Yes, I love it. What's yours? Um, I have three. <laughs> oh, do it. What's Who, What's your where? other one? What's your other one? Oh, mine is... Um, I once dated a guy who would make me change my sheets before sex. I'm Sam Hickman. <laughs> uh, and... Ludicrous. Ludicrous. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> And your attempts at humor are hardly constructive, Ms. Deerfield. That wasn't that wasn't great. Um, <laughs> um, I support it either way. What are my other ones? Um, and I'm not a hollow novel. I'm a tactical training scenario, Cat Deerfield. That one's good. I like that one. And <laughs> and I'm birds do it, bees do it, even educated fleas do it. So let's do it. Let's take over the Enterprise by force. I'm Cat Deerfield. <laughs> It's Voyager, though. <gasps> Fuck! Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God. I've been it's watching... the title of the pod. I've been watching a lot of Next Generation. <laughs> I am... I am so ashamed. <laughs> you know when your back is, like, all hot and prickly with shame? That's how I feel right now. Don't cut it out. No, you I'm not cutting it out. Cut it out. Don't worry, I won't cut it out. Leave it. Leave it in. Leave it in. I, for whatever reason, this episode was full of lines that I was like, "That's gonna be my intro." No, that's gonna be my intro. But you had the best one. I didn't even think about. Anyway, <clears throat> and this is. Oh yeah. <laughs> Women talking about Star Trek Voyager. It's Cad and it's Sam. Two friends, women, talking about Star Trek Voyager. It's time that we start the show. <laughs> and that's where the theme tune came in. And, and that's the theme tune. And that's the theme tune. Did you do a cold brew coffee? Why? No, Yours I... looks really good. Oh, thank you. Um, you will not be impressed with what I've done, though. It's, um, uh, I, I just, sorry, why can't I talk? It's instant coffee. It's instant coffee granules. I just, I use, like, the amount of instant coffee that I would make into a cup of instant coffee, but then I dissolve it in only, like the tiniest amount of boiling water that I can possibly use. And then I pour mm. that over ice. And the ice doesn't really melt, but it cools it down. It only melts a little bit, I mean. And then I fill it up with milk because I like my coffee, like I like my men, milky. 
I don't know. <laughs> Milky. Isn't that just like a like a latte? Yeah, it's like essentially an iced, an latte. iced latte. It's essentially wow. an iced latte. Yeah. Look at us. But yeah, I would if I'd um, if I was feeling a little more fancy, I I do sometimes do that because um, Rob has a maca pot, so it it like kind of makes espresso. Um, I guess that's espresso, right? It makes a little a little bit of very strong coffee on the on what the is stove a maca pot? It's like a metal. Oh, one of the like yeah. little things. Yeah, it's yeah. like a little metal thing that you put on the hob. Yeah. So no, uh, yeah. If I was feeling very very flash, I would actually um, make actual coffee in that to do this process. But uh, but I only have a hand crank coffee grinder, <laughs> and I only have whole bean coffee, so I couldn't be bothered to go through all of that rigmarole this morning because just for an iced coffee just for an iced coffee although we did not meet as early this morning as we did last time we recorded it is still like a little bit early for us i'm just gonna say that because we normally aim to meet at 10 30 and today we aimed to meet at 10 and you got ready super fast because i i was ready very early and then you must have really like kicked it into overdrive because you were ready at 10 and then we we were delayed because my phone crashed as soon as you facetimed me for some reason i'm gonna say this you take apart your entire setup and put it back in a box whereas i'm I just recording in my office that's true i yeah like, everything's just on hook i don't have so i could just pull it out yeah yeah that's true it still doesn't take that long though to be fair but i i do i've i've gotten in the habit of like trying to leave myself extra time to do it because it always takes me longer than what I think it's going to. But anyway, anyway. Things that take longer. We're, we're truly like, let's keep this short. And then we're like, let's talk about everything else for this episode. <laughs> we're not doing that bad. It's 10 minutes in and we've already covered the cold open. Yay. Uh, Jane, the, yeah. the, the two minute cold open. <laughs> yeah, it's a very Much cold Much like open. my episode of Casualty. Oh my um, God. Yes. We have to talk about that. <laughs> Should we talk about it at the end? Sure, okay. sure. I did go into deep, deep depths detail on hyperlocal, which celebrity. we have to plug at the end. Absolutely, um, your new, your own podcast is back and better whoa. than ever. I haven't and listened. To it. <laughs> I, you know what? You're not missing out. Um, Janeway is taking a shuttle somewhere with Paris, and I'm truly like, what is happening? And everyone is an ensign, and then Chakotay is in charge, and he like boops the whole um the whole gang, and his code word is. Let's do it. I know that really that should have been that one. You should have been like, let's do it. No, it was. You just got distracted oh, by how was. I said the wrong ship name. That's what I was doing. I was doing birds do it, bees do it, even educated fleas do it. Let's do it. Let's take over Voyager by force. Wow. That was that was my joke, but I It could have been a gilly <sighs> though. It could have just been like, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm Kat Deerfield. I'll edit that in. <laughs> no, I won't. You know where she's like, her name is Gilly. She's at it again. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, let's do it. <laughs> That's my Gilly. I honestly, Kristen Wiig, what a, what a, what a treasure. She anyway, is. they, uh, Belana shoots Harry um, and they're just truly doing a mutiny and I'm trying to figure out what's happening and there's chaos. And then Chakotay is like, they've only been stunned. We're not killing anyone. And then Seska is there. And I'm like, this is a fever dream. Yeah, Seska is there. And I forgot to look this up. Do you remember what alien species she was pretending to be before she was revealed to be a Cardassian? Because I don't. Uh, I meant to look that up. Maybe I'll look that up now. 
Oh, who knows? Anyway, <laughs> thrilled to see her back. Neelix is like, I'm changing sides. And Seska asks if um if she if Chicote wants her to shoot shoot him. And he's like, No, but we were all thrilled at the idea. Um and then Balana is dying or something. I'm truly trying to get to the bottom of this because I do not remember this episode. I can't um, I'm so excited for you that you got to watch this fresh, because I did remember it more or less. I sort of only remembered the first half of the episode, but I still. only remembered the very end. Oh right, okay. Interesting. They because there were two Tom Harrison's your ultimate shirt. fantasy. What? I know. <laughs> what did you Where say? does one end and the other begin? <laughs> <laughs> What did you say? Sorry. I said they kidnap a very handsome yellow shirt and then they go find Kess with he old hair. He was handsome. For once I He's actually so noticed. <laughs> We're fully doing our little like, our little, our little, it is pride after all. We're <laughs> um, like little prairie dogs being like, and that's gossip. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what was I? Oh, it's it's gone. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I was just, I was like, Oh, who's that? Did I recognize him? And I was like, no, I, th- I think he's just attractive. <laughs> I don't think I know him from anything. It's devastating they didn't bring Hogan back for a nap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's... Yeah, that's a good point. Gosh. Anyway, yeah. Our no. friend. Would have been nice to see him again. Never mind. <laughs> um, Chakotay uh, really set up a Janeway and Tom fuck scenario because he's like... They're gonna rendezvous. They're gonna reach the rendezvous point, and Voyager will be long gone. And I'm like, oh, he is setting them up to get together again. <laughs> oh god, this is just like the slugs or whatever. I hate that episode so much. Um, just to go back, uh, Seska was pretending to be Bajoran. Oh, so just yeah. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot what they were called, but. Um, yeah. So this is that's one. We don't want to be pejorative. That's. <laughs> That's like the tell about this episode early on before it's fully explained what's going on is that Seska appears Bajoran. So anyway, I I did. I will say I really liked this episode, but I am not 100% certain that it all makes sense. But we'll we'll get back to that at the end. Um, Chakotay lays out uh, what we've been saying this whole time and they're like, we're not going to keep stopping everywhere. Why aren't we going? Um, <laughs> which, honestly, fair, valid yeah, criticism. Yeah, yeah. Very fair. And then Tom wanders in, and it's the holodeck. Um, and Valana found a hollow novel about a Maki mutiny that was clearly planted by an alien trying to sabotage the ship. <laughs> um, and then Tom is like, start from the beginning. Which, like... Yeah. Man, am I right? <laughs> During Pride Month of all times. <laughs> doesn't he know? I don't, um, I don't understand. And then Tom is Tom is in yellow. Um and they're like, I hear he's like, I hear you're planning a mutiny. <laughs> I know Tom hamming it the fuck up here. Just like, oh, oh, I'm I, my character is a is a security officer who's approached by Shakote about a mutiny. What shall I do? I know. I'll just yell at him about how I know there's a mutiny. <laughs> like, mm. Okay. A and then there's two Parises, just like on Earth. In Paris, Texas. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And also three Parises, Paris Hilton. Hey. Um, they Never really forget. 
Oh, they really like go through the motions again. They really just show us the whole opening scene again. Yeah, they really do. Which is, <laughs> I don't think we needed it, but it, clearly they needed to pad the runtime. I, I thought it was done okay. I thought I thought it was done. It wasn't. It didn't drag too much. It was a lot shorter than the mm. yeah. Anyway, and enough Maybe. was different. I thought anyway. Rah, 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 rah. Anyway, Chakotay is let's do it. And then Tom tries to be a hero and is thrown in the brig. Um, yes. And then, uh, yeah, I just, I love how Tom is like, oh, we got to get out of here. And Tuvok is like, no. <laughs> and he's like, well, I can't stay here all day. And Tuvok is like, we may be here for several weeks. <laughs> Meanwhile, Meredith is like, when did all these people get into my office? Yeah. <laughs> She's like clacking yeah, away on her keyboard in the brig. I was and she's po- like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> I was going to point out actually that like there were a lot of extras in this scene, even though it was, it seemed like most of the people in the brig were senior officers in actual practice. It was just a lot of extras who were really telegraphing, waiting to the back row, which seemed like kind of an odd choice. <laughs> if, I don't know if you noticed that, but if you go back. We the, love acting. Just I of, also... Yeah. I also thought we should have started an opening segment where we just keep saying, where am I? over and over again. Because <laughs> our last episode where we tried our acting and we went, where am I? Oh and they God. were all bad. I think we need to start like a section where we just try and take different takes. Like I thought of one the other day, which was like, where am I? That's That's very good. Acting, thank you. It's um, it's it's what if Wilhelmina Slater from Ugly Betty was on a starship? <laughs> oh, I've got one. <clears throat> okay, where am I? It's like you're questioning where you are, but also who you are, right? Ah, <laughs> we love acting. We're thespians, and it is Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> Tom tries to start a revolt. I love acting. Um, a, a note in my phone. Meanwhile, in the mess hall, everyone is playing the hollow novel. Balana told the doctor, who told Neelix, who told everyone. Um, and then we get a Paris personal log, and he's replaying as the marquee, and there's a saboteur. Um, Catherine, don't try and be a hero. <laughs> um, I, I am Sam Hickman. You know? <laughs> yeah, that would have that would have worked. Yeah, we really have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> we have to. We have to stop. We have we, to. Stop. We should just do one opening. Well, this is the first time I've done multiple ones in my defense. Okay, which, I, so it's interesting that this I'm is the looking first time at you've myself. Said maybe we should stop doing multiple. <laughs> I'm looking okay. at myself, and I'm saying I'm I'm looking. I'm I'm like, who is that girl I see? <laughs> she needs to be stopped from you, doing multiple to be f- openers. To be fair, you only did one at first and then I made you do the second one. Well, usually I rattle them <laughs> off because I am um I love taking up everyone's time. Uh they explode the ship, but um Janeway and Paris have already transported to Voyager. Um I, I think this this episode would be more fun from Janeway's angle. Um, Paris comes face to face with Paris and then the hollow novel ends. Spooky. Very spooky. They, they're calling it Insurrection Alpha, which has a very different vibe in 2021. Yeah. Um, oh, God. um, Neelix has discreetly questioned everyone, apparently. Um, and <laughs> they're having a board that. meeting. <laughs> and 33 Hey, did you write a hollow people. novel? 
You write, you write a hot, you write a hot. Have you ever written a, a hollow novel mom. about a mutiny? He's a hockey mom meeting his friends after, after practice. You, you guys, you want anything? <laughs> Do you write a hollow novel? What's the difference between a hockey mom and a pit bull? Uh, a lipstick. <laughs> Let us never forget that. <laughs> what? Why? Why? I don't think she. I. I'm. I don't think she understood that joke. <laughs> all I'm gonna who, say. Who? Where is that from? So, oh, it's Sarah Palin. Ah. Oh. Sarah Palin said that. Maverick. And then everyone was like, "Did she just make a joke about dog penises? What is happening?" <laughs> Your face. It has. This is a this is a Cheryl Hall situation. It has never occurred to me that that was the di- that was the dare. I thought it was like hockey moms like to put on lipstick. I also thought that, and I think that that was maybe the intention of the joke. But it's like it doesn't. Yeah, it's it's a kind of it. Yeah, it it could go either way. <laughs> Let's be honest. And yeah, similarly. Um, Sorry, this has now become cat soliloquizing. Uh, soliloquizing? No. Um, about times when famous Republican women have made accidental dick jokes. Laura Bush made a joke at some like speech where she she was like making light of how George W. Bush is kind of pretended to be a farmer, and so she was like, it was supposed to be like folksy self-deprecation, but she was like. She, she just said something about like, yeah, he said he, he said he knew how to be on a farm. But the first day on the ranch, I caught him trying to milk a horse. And everyone was like, did did you just make a joke about the president jacking off a horse? What is going on? Anyway. <laughs> but, you know, then I moved to the UK where the prime minister just has sex with pigs. Anyway, <laughs> remember that? Remember that, everyone? I do. Honestly, one of our um, more quote unquote respectable prime ministers... Yeah, let's just sit with that one. <laughs> Not still, still maybe a little bit of a war criminal. Oh, I mean, you know, just a, who knows? Just a, just a touch, just, just a smidge, and a moose bush. <laughs> anyway, thirty-three different people. We love getting sidetracked. We today. do. Especially you were like, let's keep this, let's keep this brief, so I don't get too hot. And now we're just yapping away. It's actually like not a that bad, couple the, of pit bulls. It's um, it's overcast now. I mean, I'm not saying we shouldn't carry on quickly although Press i am doing another on. tangent but it's it's overcast now so the the sun isn't beating into this room the way that it was earlier <laughs> and that was the weather brought to you by cat you're welcome <laughs> 33 different people have played this hollow novel and the captain's like now the cat's out of the bag tuvok wrote it <laughs> um as a tactical training scenario um tuvok is us just a paranoid character <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Um, have you ever loosened up? Janeway's like, loosen up. Have you ever loosened up? Uh, Only my butthole. <laughs> um, yeah. It is pride after all. <laughs> Janeway is being a stage mom and she's like, Tuvok, you gotta finish it. And then Tom Paris is like, I will take up the gauntlet of finishing the hollow novel. And in the mess hall, Tuvok comes over to Tom and he's like, you're not doing it right. No, you got to do it better. And Tom is like, Tom is like, I'm just making it up as I go. It's jazz. 
And then Bellana comes over and she's like, Romance. I loved this scene. How did you feel about this scene? Everyone is pitching in. Yeah, I thought it was really fun. I love I'm... just the bickering about narrative uh, between um, yeah, Tuvok and Tom and Bellana. It's just so funny. And also Bellana being like, why not have some human, you know, a human dimension, some passion? It's like so funny. And I she's just, right. Like, it's, if it's entertainment, right. it, yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. She, she <laughs> is. Everyone, everyone starts pitching ideas. And Tom and, Tom, Tom and Tuvok, aka this fucking podcast, <laughs> are wandering down a, ho- a hallway, hallway. And one of them is serious to try to keep on focus. And the other one is a fucking clown. I, I feel like you're both of those, though. <laughs> Oh, We're I both do both. contain multitudes. We're both both of those. Yeah. Actually, to be honest, uh, I there think... was that one time you did have to tell me to stop talking. <laughs> Just because I was trying to get, I was trying to get one thing out. <laughs> I panicked. I panicked. <laughs> you do. You do struggle, and um, you know we're all on our own journeys here. We're all on our own journeys, and one of us is a damn fool for the king. <laughs> we're both. A we're damn both. gesture. <laughs> um, the doctor even has, um, has an idea. <laughs> I love this line from the doctor. He says, I have several brilliant ideas. And then he goes on, and then he says, no thanks are necessary. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, they're going to finish the story together. So they open up the holodeck parameters, and then they get stuck in the holodeck. Drama. And Seska is the enemy of the Marquis. She like wrote the program to trap Tuvok in the holodeck. Um, and then she's like, you have 10 seconds to run. She's there in the brig, hollow brig. <laughs> and she has her little phaser and she's like, you have 10 seconds to run. There is one of this tiny woman with a phaser they have to run past her and Tuvok is the head of security (laughs) there's two grown men running past this woman with a phaser and none of them are like we could probably (laughs) we could probably you know wrestle her to the floor like, come on. I think that you're right. You're definitely come right. Come on. But I think that they're reluctant to, because if the holos, if the if the holodeck safety is off, I think they're very risk averse in that scenario because it's like, I don't know. In, in real life, I'm sure that you would try to overpower. Why am I trying to logic through this? Let's just move on. Because yeah, you're being the devil's advocate in this. Oh, I love this. And the devil is a devil's advocate. I love to be a devil's advocate. Whose side are you on? Mine or the writers of this episode? <laughs> um, anyway, Jane gets zapped. Right. Right. She's like, they get to the they get to the transporter pads, and Janeway has like a rifle, and then she gets zapped, and she like dies or whatever. And then Jacote kiss, Jacote and Seska kiss. Finally, some action. <laughs> uh, you you want clink clink? Here. I'm so sorry. I will let just it move it around a bunch. Sorry. We'll just like try and shake our sh- shake our ice things. Well, I'm I'm our done. I have things. no more ice. I have no oh. more ice. Um, Seska is like, you better run some more. I guess this whole hollow novel is now just running about. It's <laughs> yeah. so stupid. 
And then they're like, you think this is a game? And Tuvok is like, we're not going to do anything. And then she zaps Tom and Tom is like, I burned. And then they go and see the doctor. And then Tuvok tries to fight the doctor. And, uh, you know, the doctor is evil, question mark, and throws them out of, um, throws them out of the the sick bay. And then, then well, I'm like, you're a feeble attempt at wit notwithstanding, which is what you said in the beginning. Which I wrote down verbatim. Um, Seska then chimes in. That's on not the... what I said. That's not even kind of what I said. What did you say? I said your attempts at humor are hardly constructive. Oh, well, then it was a new line, I guess. <laughs> um, Seska chimes in with the alpha. Like, she's on the tannoy. Bing bong. And she's like, I'll find you. Like, truly, like, why make them run around then? Yeah, it's very strange. Especially it because... doesn't. She's not actually there. I don't know if maybe she was expecting to be able to watch this play out. I have a lot of questions about like the actual logic of Seska's past behavior as represented in this episode, but we we don't have to get into it, but we can talk about it at the end. Well, she was just chaos, wasn't she? She was just always trying to True. get True. one over on the gang. Yeah. On the bridge, Seska did a trap or whatever. Seska did a trap to trap Tuvok, comma, what a queen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have no idea. Hefres rubes. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey's tubes. <laughs> In the Jeffrey's tube on the holodeck. Um, they're like, they find a magic fire extinguisher. Um, and now they're just like, from the outside, they're just plugging in different elements to try and correct the holodeck. And yeah. um, why p- are they? Yes. No, you 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 go ahead. Oh, mine was like, why are they? Why is there not like an emergency exit on the hall? Like a yeah, you know, like a fire door. Yeah, it doesn't. It's like make a lot of sense. So many people have been trapped in this holodeck now, and so many yeah. more will continue to <laughs> yeah. be trapped in this yeah. holodeck. Yeah. Like. Couldn't they just do real sword fighting or something? I'm sure it'd be less dangerous. Yeah. Um, I At this point, when they're rewriting everything from outside of the holodeck, and then the program keeps adapting to it, I wrote that mm. I was struggling to maintain suspension of disbelief at this point, because it's just like a lot of... Janeway even comments about a deus ex machina at the end, but like, oh boy, this whole episode, like there's just so much like... Oh, but what if we did this? No, because Seska's perfect and she's thought of everything. <laughs> Her algorithm responds to everything. She's great. Um, and then uh, Tuvok and Tom get captured. Um, and then they're like trying to modify the Chakotay hologram from the outside. And then Seska just kills Chakotay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they bump into something and the rokani yeah the rokani that's a type of pasta um <laughs> comes to help and then seska is Can like self-destruct <laughs> self-destruct and then they'll they'll blow up or whatever and then tuvok hands her the rifle and then it malfunctions like it did with janeway earlier and then the hollow novel ends and then harry cut to harry sighing <laughs> uh, yeah in the so- mess hall Yes. She says to Harry, is like, I've got the transporter back online. And then Janeway says, no rush. And then he sighs. But I was like, how would Harry have known what she meant by that? She may just as well have been saying, no rush. They're already dead, Harry. <laughs> I 
like you know like she yeah, doesn't truly. explain like no rush because everything is fine like i don't know why she wasn't like they can walk out it's fine yeah she just or yeah. the doors are open the doors are open don't worry harry we we did it on our end <laughs> in terms of like you know communication this was a po- <laughs> mark points down points yeah, down yeah. for janeway um <laughs> In the mess hall, after all of these shenanigans, the gang has drinks. How nice. How normal. Yeah. Uh, Jane Bay wants a Western. <laughs> if you were like, your friend is writing a hollow novel and you're going to play it, what would you be like? This. Ooh. Um, yeah, I, I, I like a, a puzzle mystery, like, a, like oh. an Agatha Christie kind of mystery. What about you? Uh, mine would be like how to survive the social the social season in 16th century Provence. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I would just like mine to be gown related. Yeah. Gown and events. At this point, gown and events. <laughs> and they're like, can she dance? You don't want to like, be. Ooh. You don't want to be Lizzie Bennet. Oh, maybe, maybe just a little bit, just a little bit, Lizzie Bennet. I don't like Lizzie Bennet today. Ew, I'm never getting married except to Mr. Darcy, whom I hate. But now I love. <laughs> oh dear, is that Pride and Prejudice? Which one is that? Yes. Okay, thank you. Yes, it's Pride and Prejudice. I used to teach English literature. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. I'm and... going on a real but Jane Austen binge at the moment. Oh, okay, cool. On um, I don't, I don't know, but you can get free um, free audiobooks off the um, borrow box app through Cardiff Council. Yes, I've got uh, out of the habit of using that again. I listened to one audiobook, and I was what like, did you listen to? Oh, we talked about it before. I listened to my God, what was it called? It was an Ursula K. Le Guin. No idea what it was called. The title is just gone, but it was great. And we talked about it on the podcast before. And I was like, audiobooks, the new frontier, the amazing, a, a new discovery to me that I'm going to, that's going to change my life. And then yeah. I, I've, I tried to listen to one other that I ended up not liking. And then I just basically stopped. Anyway, yeah. reading. You don't really like go places though. Um, no, but I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I thought I could slot books in. But like, I have to be paying more attention to a book, so yeah. Otherwise, you're like, why are they at a mill? Well, yeah, and so I was like, I was like taking time out of my day to like sit in the garden and listen to an audiobook. I'm not even sure I could listen to an audiobook while walking around. To be honest, like, I that was the problem. That was why I never listened to them before. I find it really difficult to focus on them. Anyway, it's just this boring. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Pride and Prejudice. Anyway, I listened to. Pride and Prejudice, and then I listened to Persuasion, which I hated. Oh, okay. And now I'm listening to another one. Mansfield Park. Oh, okay. And that's my Jane Austen <laughs> binge. Jane Austen binge. Um, oh, yeah, which... Uh, so yours would be a mystery, and mine would be uh, the Biennale. Um, the What? <laughs> the Venice Biennale. Okay, I don't know what you that is. You know, the is. art festival. Okay. Um, and Chakotay doesn't want to be the villain. Wow. Wow. <laughs> would you want to be the villain? Oh, maybe. maybe. I think people would be genuinely scared of me if I was the villain in a holodeck. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think it would solve a lot of my problems <laughs> of being too approachable. <laughs> um... 
Yeah, I, I would, I think I would like to be a Seska type character in a hollow novel. Oh, just run rampant. Yeah, yeah. It is like an evil Liz Lemon, though. She's just like leading the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking about how I always wanted to play. I've been watching a lot of, um, I just realized I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Nick DeRamio? DeRamio? It's called Poirot. Poirot. Um, I've been watching a lot of Nick DeRamio, we'll say, um, uh, on YouTube. Uh, He does these, like, videos about uh, movies and TV shows. I don't know how else to describe it. Anyway, I find them very entertaining. And I'm watching a lot of uh, things about, like, teen movies of the 2000s that he's done lately. Like, I watched all of the High School Musical ones. Uh, I've never seen any of the High School Musical movies because I think you've seen it now. I was in university when they came out, so I was just like not no this, excuse. Not we're all in this together. <laughs> okay, but I was thinking about how much I would have wanted, like how much I would have wanted to play Sharpay, because <laughs> that was the kind of character when I was doing theater as a as a child. I always wanted to play that kind of character, which is so funny because I like when watching things. I understood that I was not that person. Do you know what I mean? Like, because the the way that it's constructed is very much to draw. I don't know. I don't know what it's like for like popular, rich, like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm ready to chime in. I heard my two words. Um, But I'm thinking like, what is it like for, for like teenagers for whom there is like no outsider experience at all? Like what, what is their experience of watching something like that? Like, do they identify with the, the villain character? I don't think they do. I think they also feel like they're Vanessa Hudgens. (laughs) Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. Because they're designed to make everyone feel. Sorry. I was just going to say it's, it's Disney queer coding, isn't it? Oh, like it's it? why it's why we all love Jafar. Oh gosh. Okay, this is something I do not know very much about and I it's something I I should look into because I would be really interested in like yeah, but you're you're absolutely right. I need yeah, okay. All right. This this is like my reading list now is like more about this. <laughs> anyway. What what am I getting at? Um yeah, anyway. I, I had a, um, there was like an American Girl branded thing when I was a kid that was like, um, you got, you, you got this kit where you could put on your own play. Oh. But I think, I think maybe, I don't know, like, were you maybe writing some of it? I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what was going on, but I think it was a mystery and it was like an ensemble cast and one of the characters was an actress. And I really wanted to stage this play. I mean, I my parents bought me this or someone bought me. Maybe it was my grandparents. Someone bought me this, even though I had no friends. And th- well, I had friends, but they would not put on a play with me. <laughs> like, you know, I wanted to. Were like... they really your friends then? Well, no, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but I, I wanted to play this. And that's why they're all dead to you. <laughs> I wanted to play this actress character so bad, even though she was like not the main character. And I just remember that there was a scene where it opens on her talking to some of the other guests at this hotel who are all very bored by her. And she's saying, and so I said, Mr. Spielberg, darling, please, I simply will not act with a bunch of dinosaurs. Anyway, and I remember saying that line a lot as a child. <laughs> Just like to myself alone in my room. <laughs> you're like going around Walmart with your mom and you're like, and I said. <laughs> As if my mother would ever go to Walmart. <laughs> You've sorry, met my sorry. mother. Target. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's a read on Nina. Target, darling. Target. 
Right. Um, what are we talking about? Sorry. No, I I have I have no idea. I I feel like we should get into some segments if you're. Oh, I just had one note, which is that there's a lot of awkward laughing in this episode. <laughs> yeah, do you want to do your best? Um, we all, some of us almost died because Seska changed the holodeck. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> oh, I said, I made a joke while I was with my parents last weekend. Last week, last week, mm-hmm. we were at a garden center and this dog like wandered over from the table next to us, like enthusiastically. And the like owner was like, Oh, yeah, he's very friendly and he doesn't know about COVID. And I just went, what a life. <laughs> I wish that the, the listeners could have seen the expression that, uh, that accompanied just completely that. Di- I wasn't even looking at the dog. I was just like, what a life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Shall we do some segments? Yes, let's do some segments. Little segments, little segments. What do you think about little when orange, we do segments? Little do you orange like laughing segments? cow cheese. Oh, um, I'm doing the triangles with my eyes, <laughs> like they're binoculars. I think of orange segments, or like Satsuma tangerine segments. Ooh. <laughs> what do you call them? What do you call little orange things that are easy to peel? Oh, little orange things that are easy to peel. (laughs) Bollocks. Oh, no. (laughs) Sam, you've let your real accent slip out. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What? I slept really weirdly last (laughs) night. I was doing, like, a wet set curl with my rag curls. And then I had one, like, here. And then in the middle of the night, I wake up and I've been sleeping on the knot on my temple. And I'm like. Oh no, that's not pleasant. Um, oh, but thing. that's a different story for another time. <laughs> anyway, seg- wigs. Um, it's nice to see Keska's. Keska and Kess's old hair. Oh yeah, it was Kess's old hair. I didn't even clock that. That was the clue. Of course, yeah. Um, and also, it's kind of fun to see the McKee uniforms again. It's been a while since we've seen those. Oh yeah, they really are oh, like... Sorry, a mark, a marquee. They really are like, like, I don't know, space. They're very Star Wars. Yes, it is very Star Wars, isn't it? And then it's fun that they still have the badges because they don't have their own little comm system. Oh, yeah, of Just course. Just slapping my chest every now and again. I'm like, um, yeah. Um, also, I found it so disconcerting to see Tom in a yellow uniform. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so weird. It surprised me how much it weirded me out. And yeah. <laughs> well, yellows is not his color. Oh. And I told Mr. Spielberg I simply refused <laughs> to act with dinosaurs. <laughs> Children, animals, and dinosaurs. I just love the idea of you being a 50-year-old alcoholic. Like in a <laughs> in a shopping cart with like a cocktail being like, and I told Mr. Spielberg. And everyone is like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. It also, it occurs to me only now that that, um, that, that dates my childhood very specifically. <laughs> because it, it has to have been post-Jurassic Park, but not so post-Jurassic Park that children wouldn't care. But not, oh. 
Sorry. <laughs> something something just happened. I think maybe Rob must have shut the shut the back door because anyway, the door behind me just like popped really loudly. Oh, it gave you quite a fright. <laughs> It gave me quite a fright. I can't do that wow. voice at all. You were like, where am I? <laughs> where am I? That's Adele trying What's to figure that? out where she is. <laughs> where am I? Uh, do you have anything else for wigs? Uh, no. No notes. Perfect episode, to be fair. What uh, yeah. was the nebula? Stay out of the nebula. nebula. Friendship? Uh, oh, I mean, the nebula is always... The nebula. The nebula. <laughs> Was a cavalier attitude to mutiny. Yes, yes. Well, I guess the nebula is friendship because um, it's it's such an interesting. It is interesting how like uh, how different the crew is and how inconsequential the concerns about the Maquis and Starfleet working together seem now in this point in Voyager's run. Uh, so that's that's interesting. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Or the nebula is just like. When you write a character that's really good and cast an actor who's really like bringing a lot to the role, and then you kill that character off, and then the writer's room is like, oh, "It's a shame we can't do another episode about yeah. her, about how she's trying to kill everyone." And then they're like, "Oh wait a minute, it's science fiction. We can." <laughs> that's the nebula. It doesn't even have to be a dream sequence. No, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. I will say this about Ugly Betty. I know I praised it at the very <laughs> at the onset when I first started rewatching it. I am on season four, the last season, trudging through it. Uh. It really just like nose dived. Just oh, really? really, it is. It is. Um, it's just they keep being. They really. It's bad. Bad. It bad. Um, but I will say Vanessa Williams. As Willoughby to Slater is an iconic character yeah. because every line she's she's the only one. Her and Judith Light are the only two people who really understand that they are on a soap opera. Yeah, because she's like she's like every every turn to camera she's like, how do I get my hands on the mead fortune? <laughs> she's like doing a full drag performance. It's fantastic. Wonderful. Anyway, how would you rate this episode, friend? I'm going to give it four and a half out of five phaser malfunctions. Wow. My one comment about, and because like, I really, really enjoyed this episode and I thought it was a really yeah. good episode. Um, I do, I do have to be like, because I'm a massive nerd. Uh, I just, I'm not sure that it totally makes sense or adds up because at the time that Seska is said to have done this. Uh, I don't think like if she's writing it where she is still not a Cardassian mm. like why is she why why is she so unconcerned about the consequences of her actions you gotta think about the consequences of your actions um why is she not concerned about the consequences of her actions I'll edit out that that inaccurate vine reference because you obviously didn't get didn't get it um <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Yeah, so, Wait, so when in the narrative would this have been? So it said that it was a month before she left the ship. And I think that she left the ship pretty shortly after it came out that she was a Cardassian triple yeah. agent. Double agent? Whatever. Um, and so... We all contain multitudes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saska especially. Um, yeah, so like... Yeah, because what, what she's done here is like... I'm going to try to kill Tuvok in such a way that it makes it 
extremely obvious that it's me trying to kill Tuvok. Yeah, but I feel like he was the only one that really, like, just, like, figured her out. And I also feel like you could, like, because earlier in that run, Harry had already been trapped in the holodeck because yeah. of the whole, like, like, whatever it was, Beowulf, Beowulf. thing. They, there'd already been so many holograph, like yeah. holodeck malfunctions that you'd be like, wow, another one? And it killed Tuvok? Oh, I see. Okay, you so know? maybe she was counting on no one outside of the holodeck figuring out what was going on, I guess? Yeah. Okay, I guess uh, that makes sense. All right, all right, I'll accept that. Anyway, how And he you- was, like, working on it. Yes. No, so, I, I guess... mean, like, it would be like, and I feel like that early in the game, you would be like, Janeway would be like, we're not discussing what he was, what he was doing in yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll accept that. Anyway, how would you rate this episode? <laughs> um, 8.7 out of 10 Tom Paris's. <laughs> is that the max? Is that the, uh, the, um, uh, the ideal number of Tom Paris's? It's just, it's just neck up at this point. The last one. <laughs> right. Um, well, on that note, uh, let's talk about all of the exciting things that you have to plug, such as oh. catch. Uh, you can you can watch Sam's appearance on Casualty on iPlayer. On iPlayer. Um, if you are like me and absolutely cannot cope with medical drama at all, don't worry because Sam is in the very beginning of the episode. <laughs> I have in the first forty five seconds. I'm also planning on recutting it. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm also planning on recutting it so it's more of me. Um, <laughs> yes. Like my my goal is my goal is and I thought about this a lot because she's like sprayed with acid but you don't see any of it. My goal is I get off stage I'm like holding a glass of wine and I'm like Becky, 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 and then I like fall and I like Becky no no and then I like trip because <laughs> all you see is like spray and then she starts screaming and I'm like no sh- it's a, it's only Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> Don't worry, I saw you get that outfit from TK Maxx. What are you doing? Becky. Becky. Now your mom's involved with it. Wow, Becky, really mature. (laughs) And then I have my own little theme tune, which is, It's Sam Hickman's world and everyone else is just having horrible accidents. Oh, wow. I mean, do you want to give that away for free on the podcast? Or should I cut I it mean, out? I <laughs> mean, hopefully I'll have done it by the time this comes okay. out. When does this come out, Joel Kambuster? Uh, um, so this comes out two Fridays from now. So that's the 18th, Oh, yeah. I'll have 18th. done it by then. So hopefully it'll be on my Instagram. Well, check out Sam's enjoy. Instagram, at Sam Hickman Music. Um, and also, your podcast, Hyperlocal Hyper Celebrity, Local Celebrity. Has, uh, has come back from hiatus this week. So check that out. <laughs> A forced hiatus. And um, you can follow us on social media at WTASTV. That's at Witastava on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can try to follow us on Facebook, but we're not there. Uh, let us oh. know if there is a Facebook, though, because, you know, we need to get our That'd lawyers on that. you <laughs> if there was a little group and they were like, these two hoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you if you start a fan-made uh, Facebook group, that's fine. We won't see you for that. You oh, know. do that. Do that. Do that. This yeah, is do a that. call to action. We won't be there. Because <laughs> neither we of us We won't be there. Time. We're famous, so we won't be there. <laughs> I don't even understand how to use Facebook. I tried to use it uh, last year because... 
it's, it doesn't matter. I, oh, I wanted to buy something. I wanted chaos. to buy something from from a business that only sold things over Facebook, a, lo- a local business, and I literally couldn't do it. They, you have to like email them or contact them over Facebook, and I emailed them, and then they were like, "Hi, can you message us on Facebook?" And at that point, I'd already like given them an order for food, and I was like, "I well, sure, I guess, <laughs> guess," and I got back into Facebook, and I sent them the messages, and then they sent me a receipt. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then nothing else happened. And then they, yeah, it basically, they were trying to send me messages and they wouldn't go through because I've somehow managed to set up my account in such a way that I can send people messages, but they can only send me photos. (laughs) I was like, I don't know how I've done this. How did I get so old that I can't use basic social networking? Anyway. I mean, to be fair, Facebook is like, it's... It's it is chaos it's, now. I couldn't. I couldn't make heads or tails of what was going on. I really couldn't. But anyway, so I haven't used it since then. And I so yeah. Um, what else am I? Uh, what else am I playing? Oh, uh, you can follow me on social media. I'm at Cat Deerfield, and I do not use social media really very much at all. But you can follow me. Maybe I'll start using it at some point. Uh, yeah. What else? What else? What else do we have to flag? Um, uh, it's it's June. So plug your buttholes. <laughs> That's got to be our like signature line. We got to find like a like a Pride Month thing to to say. Like, um. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wagging my finger. I'm like, I'm the queer ants. And, and no, fuck. <laughs> this is something that I've I've had in my notes as a possible intro. Ooh. Uh, but no one will get it because it, it's um I'm the queer and sent here to take your gun away, uh, which is it's a phrase that has been stuck in my head since the mid 2000s. It's in a Molly Ivins book. It's a joke about Ann Richards, um, who was the governor of Texas. Uh, it's a joke about uh, like there being a bet among her staffers to see who could drive from, I don't know, like corpus christi to i don't know another place <laughs> with a bumper sticker that said i'm the queer and sent here to take your gun away because ann richards was a democrat and a lot of people in texas didn't like her and so it was the idea that like uh, it plays into conservative fears about i'm really losing steam here you're the one who lived in texas you tell us what texas is like <laughs> I don't know. I was a little tiny baby. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway. Um, alligators. Are there alligators in Texas? Yeah. Oh, my God. Or are they? <laughs> no, they're definitely alligators. No, yeah, they're probably. Yeah, there must be. I, I just never thought about it. I don't I don't know a lot about. Texas. Yeah, we used to go to Brazos Bend like once a month. And my dad and my older brothers used to try and taunt an alligator. Oh, my God. A lot of my childhood was watching my siblings get dangerously close to to large reptiles no thank you no thank you i don't understand the face you're making is that a joke that i don't get (laughs) i'm just smiling (laughs) i'm just smiling i'm just happy to be here (laughs) anyway i will say this yeah to close Because you texted me yesterday and you were like, I'm so warm. It's so hot because the weather has finally turned. Um, That's not quite what I said, but go on. (laughs) Well, well, you were like, I just went to the shops and now I am hot. Yes. Um, And then I made made light of my willingness to complain about nice weather. 
just in wow. my defense. Anyway, go on. <laughs> I was just going to say how much of a notable difference it is um, having a almost entirely cotton summer wardrobe. It, yes, as you mentioned to having nonstop polyester everything. <laughs> really life changing. Yes. Um, and I, I did get horribly sunburned. So I didn't really understand this. So you got sunburned because you didn't realize how hot it was because... Because I was like, I'm a little chilly. (laughs) So I was wearing a strapless, strapless dress. This is how I know that you're British. (laughs) Because this is like a thing that British people don't quite understand. Is that the sun isn't necessarily, the intensity of the sun isn't dependent on the temperature. I thought, I thought it was going to be medium UV because the day before it was medium UV and it had forecast for medium uv yeah that's true and then the day high so well, my dumb little butt walks up to the allotment walks back oh no and is like it went great i was a little chilly and then i get home and i'm like burnt oh, no. Bur- burnt burnt oh no burnt. oh no well um best of luck in your recovery <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm putting on my pseudocremes at night. I'm, Aww. you know, praying to the Lord above to spare me. <laughs> I am wearing my hats, though. Oh, good. My sun, my face had full sunscreen on it. <laughs> my shoulders, on the other hand, not because I'm an idiot. I, I said this to you already, but like I'm acting all smug about this. This happens to me every year. This so far, touch wood, I have not managed to, to burn myself terribly by going out early in the season without sunscreen on because I forget about it being a thing that exists or something. I don't yeah. even know. Why it I mean the sun, not sunscreen. I forget that the sun exists. <laughs> it's like the it's like the first the first nice day and then you get horribly burnt and you're like, oh yeah, the sun it's not my friend at all. Yeah, yeah. No. Any I, exposed skin. But touch wood, touch wood. I've been I've been I've been on top Spared. of it this year. Having said that, I am my eyes are definitely uh, like allergic to the face sunscreen that I've bought this year, so I'm gonna I'm gonna need to do something about that. But I've just been putting up with it. <laughs> Don't put it. Don't I don't, it. but it it's like, I it or must be when I sweat, down? or or maybe it's are you even rubbing just like it the... in with your hands? I mean, yeah, but not in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, but like, are you accidentally touching your face and then touching your eyes? Because I do that all the time. It's possible. I I don't. If it's not that, it'll be dripping down yeah, from your forehead. My eyes are just eyes. really really sensitive, um, and I know this, but. I I was I, I wanted to use a cheaper sunscreen than I've been using in the past and I and I got what I I, I got what I deserved for that I guess. <laughs> Why isn't sunscreen free? I know it I feel like it would really um it would be save a, a lot. Yeah, it would be a money. big public health savings surely. We like, should start this. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, well, anyway, this <laughs> We've now NHS been, sunscreen. We've NHS now, Wales sunscreen. <laughs> We've now been on a tangent for a long time. Uh, should let's we wrap up this yeah, episode. Let's, let's, yes. Let's wrap it up. Let's let's wrap it up. What was I that? Am. I don't know. That was your that was your safe sex rap that you are coming out with. <laughs> coming it's soon. summertime. Let's wrap it up. Pride anthem. <laughs> there it is. There's our pride anthem. Even though you are on prep, it won't it, it won't protect from syphilis. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap 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 it up. Oh baby. Yeah. Okay. Thank you everyone. We love you Meredith. Bye.
Oh, I have been oh. star of stage and screen Sam Hickman. And I've been Kat Deerfield. And this was Women, Women Talking, talking about, about Star Trek The Next Generation. Apparently. Oops. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, cancelled. Cancelled. Bye, everyone. Oh, no. Did you survive or will you die in disgrace?